Welcome back to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series Podcast. Bombshell 1111 is a platform created to teach ways to nourish the mind, body, and soul. This platform allows this podcast to create weekly content on podcasts with special guests each week that will stimulate your spiritual, mental, and physical growth. The podcasts are played on social media platforms such as Spotify, YouTube, Anchor Radio Station, Apple Podcasts, and more. This station has been created to allow us to interact with each other to share knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and light. So without Without further ado, please help me welcome your host and founder of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series, Kia. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Podcast. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. Tonight, we have another special episode entitled Toxic Relationships. And my special guest is Cameron Chambers out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. So without further ado, you guys, let's get to it. Hi, Cameron. Welcome to Bombshell 1111. How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So, I'd like to thank you for coming on and being a guest tonight. So we can kind of talk about some very interesting, um, I would say a, a very interesting topic, uh, to- toxic relationships, something that I'm sure the listeners um, are ready and quite willing to hear and um, as well probably give their opinions about. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, you're very more than welcome. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Can you start off with, you know, a former introduction, letting the listeners know who you are and where you're from? Yeah, my name is Cameron and I'm a 30-year-old man. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico right now, but I grew up back and forth from Arkansas to Louisiana. Okay, and um, I brought, I wanted you to come on tonight to be a um, special guest because you have a very interesting podcast um, that you have launched. Um, and I wanted to have you discussed that and um, inform the listeners about your podcast, discuss that a little bit more into detail. And then we're going to jump into um, the topic of, of toxic relationships in which you are very familiar with um, because it's basically somewhat of a, the platform for your particular podcast. So without further ado, can you share um, a little bit about your podcast and, you know, when it got started and your, your, your vision or mission behind your podcast? Yo, I started my podcast, this one, I actually started probably about a month ago. And um, I just noticed that a lot of uh, men don't really talk about relationships. And you see a lot of men with sports podcasts. You see a lot of men with, you know, rap, you know, doing rap podcasts and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of people are struggling in relationships and they don't really know how to handle these relationships and most men just don't want to share 
anything about feelings or how they feel and I guess I just did it to let men know that you don't have to walk around acting tough all the time (laughs) it's okay to talk about things like this so that's why I started it uh very interesting fact I think that's very um that's that's a good idea um because it's true some men they they're taught to not express emotions and feelings as a child and growing into manhood I think that's something that a lot of men do tend to shy away from um and then if they are able to or if they do express their emotions um they are um, fearful of what other men or people may think of them would you agree yeah yeah, I agree with that. You know, even just hanging out with some of my homeboys, you know, I had a homeboy that went through a breakup not too long ago. And I was like, are you good? You need to talk. He was like, man, I'm not worried about that, man. I'm all right. But you could tell he changed. Like he's yeah. <laughs> wanted to stay busy. He wanted to, man, you want to go get something to eat. You want to do this. You want to, he, he, he wasn't like that at first. And it was yeah. interesting seeing how much he didn't want to talk about it. Then he finally broke down. I was like, man, I miss her, you know? Yeah. I was, like, I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of, let's let's get into the, the juice of the um, topic for tonight, which is toxic relationships. First, I appreciate you um, explaining your podcast um, and what's to be, to be expected of it. And at the end of the um, episode, um, if you could share your um, information with the listeners so they can be able to also check you out on your podcast as well. Um, But let's go ahead and get into the meat of our discussion for tonight. So toxic relationships. What is your definition of a toxic relationship? It's just one where it's just not healthy because of how you handle the relationship. Like, for instance... I used to have these kids, so I came out here working at a treatment center, and it was with the kids, and what I noticed is these kids weren't in the treatment center because of, like, diagnoses. It's just that they were taught to get things they needed in an unhealthy way, so I noticed one day I was sitting in the living room with a kid. She jumped up and ran, and Uh I chased her, and I got into a restraint. All she wanted was a hug. All she could have done was ask that. I think toxic relationships are not being able to communicate so you create unhealthy, you know, situations to get what you want. Manipulation, anything. It's, yeah. it's mostly, to me, I think of manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think that as far as when you say manipulation, do you think that's on both ends of the spectrum as far as with men and women? Oh, are you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, both. Who do you think, um, in your opinion, um, or do you feel as if it's neutral, more so men or women? It used to be more men, but now I feel like it's more neutral. Yeah, 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 I totally agree. Speaking of, like, like equality, and in, in, in as far as relationships go, mm-hmm. do you think that men and women are equal? Yeah, I think as far as value goes, we're equal, but I think that we're equal with bringing something different to the table. I think we're equally as important, but I think that a woman brings something different than a man can bring, but they're equally important. And can you kind of elaborate a little bit more and when you say they're equally important, um, well, let's go into a list of things. Let's two two things from a man um, perspective and then from the woman's perspective. 
I think that a man's supposed to be a protector and a provider, and I think a woman's supposed to be a nurturer and just a soft. You know, I think a woman's supposed to be nurturing and soft, a homemaker. And yeah. I think a man's supposed to be a protector and a provider. What do you? What do you? How do you think that men um, should handle or? How do you see, what is your opinion uh, opinion of men that are aren't able to um, actually perform um, those two things that you just said because of maybe past childhood traumas or past um, relationships that have enabled them to be able to do that? I think that the woman that's something they should talk about in the beginning mm-hmm. i think you should know your man before i think people move too fast I think yeah that, you know eight months in you realize he can't even change a tire you know you should have <laughs> known you should have known stuff like that now if that's not important to you though mm-hmm. individually then yeah it can work but if you know you want a man that can fix the house cut the grass or then yeah but if that's not important to you then that's okay you know yeah 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 what do you what do you feel within a relationship um well within a healthy relationship mm-hmm. um is needed in order for it to be fulfilled and what is lacking in a toxic relationship i think you need trust i think you need to be able to accept your partner as they are unless it's real bad unhealthiness like you can't be dealing with an alcoholic or something. But like you said, if your partner is not really good at, you know, doing the yard and stuff, you don't need to criticize them. You need to know how to communicate. Yeah. And trust. Do you think that, um, as far as men and women, when they're in toxic relationships, that it's influenced by their environment? Or do you think that it's something biological? It's both, but I think that it's easier to fix the environmental you can move a vir- you you could change your environment but when it comes to something biological that's within you and you have to really do some work which a lot of people not gonna do yeah, yeah. so I mean people could get up and leave they don't have a problem with that and but as far as biological you can't change some traits on your own you're gonna need help yeah yeah do you think um and I know, you know, within the African-American community, especially a lot of black couples, we tend to think that going to therapy is something that's crazy or not um, is, you know, really accepted within our culture. What are your thoughts on that? I go to therapy weekly and I like it. I chose to go because I know there's some things I needed to work on. So I think that you can go and I know people that's been to therapy and they say that didn't work I mean the first one I went to I didn't connect with her I thought therapy was a waste but then I kept trying new ones out because I needed new coping skills and uh, I found one I like and it's helped me out a lot it don't mean you're crazy it just means that you need somebody that's not going to tell you what you want to hear or hate on you you got somebody neutral yeah yeah I definitely, excuse me, I definitely agree um, because, you know, you and I, we both work within, you know, the behavioral health field, which we do a lot of counseling um, to uh, youth and adults. Um, and therapy is something that, you you know, firsthand, um, especially when we're working with the youth, that's a service that's automatically put in place, therapy. 
Mm-hmm. That's something that's automatically put in place, and not for for them to be able to address the things that they don't want or feel comfortable with talking to other people um, about, or even just their family members. So I think that's important within a relationship as well. And it's like what you said: um, there's no one taking either side. There's it's neutral. Well, a um, lot of us, like black men, we're not taught to. We're taught that hey, he he made you mad. Go. You know, go handle your business. And mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. didn't know what the hell journaling was about. I was like, let me journal then. I guess my therapist told me to journal and mm-hmm, writing mm-hmm. stuff down and putting it on paper and stuff. That helped me out a lot. That helped me get through breakup. That helped me leave toxic relationships journaling. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, why do you think that was beneficial for you? Because, like, when you got all these thoughts jumbled up in your head, when you're in a toxic relationship, you know, you can't really you can't think straight. It's always something keeping your mind occupied. But, you know, I talked to my therapist and he was like, write down everything, every reason you should stay, write down every reason you should leave, write down everything you're looking for, write down everything she has. And it was just like a no brainer. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. What What do you think, in your opinion, after, you know, with with your expertise on toxic relationships and things of that nature what is your definition of a supportive partner i think a supportive partner is doing anything they can not to hurt you for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. just you know understanding that you know you you're not going to be perfect i think um you 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 get all these ladies on instagram or these men on instagram these models and and, you know, you want a partner that's not going to compare you to stuff like that. You want a partner that is going to only want the best for you, not put you against anybody else. Mm-hmm. And But I think a lot of times when people get mad, first thing you do is like hurt each other instead of just I think here's the thing. Like I saw something somewhere where they were just like when we have a problem. It's supposed to be us against the problem, not us against each other. Correct. So I think yeah. that's when something's happening, we like to go at each other instead of work on the problem. You you kind of just um, spoke on um, a question that, well, you led up to a question that I was going to ask. Um, you know, now in 2020, and your 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 podcast is geared towards the new millennials, and you know. Everything is social media now. That's that's mm-hmm. where you go for everything. You put your life there. That's that's your journal. That's your diary. And you know they're they're being taught now that you know the vixens um, that get all the attention um, that you know have the tons of makeup on that you know have the you know the the additional things added to their bodies to make them look different. We're being taught that that's what's um, acceptable and that's um, what men want um, today in re- excuse me today in relationships. Mm-hmm. What and from your perspective, what do you think um, men are wanting now with a wife, not just I, a vixen? I think they just don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of them just really lost because. Yeah. I mean, times just flipped right in front of our eyes. I mean, I'm in my 30s. You and I don't know how old you are, but look like you're about my age. And I'm 22. Oh, <laughs> or, you're young. You're a baby. But I mean, just in my time, well, you're pretty mature. So 
just in my time, I've watched, a, you know, what used to be when I was in high school, you had women that dressed really, you know, a casual, they, they, they were beautiful. And I feel like now men don't really know how to take this new thing. It's too new. I think mm-hmm. it'll get old soon. I think, mm-hmm. I think this is a phase, you know, yeah. you've never seen so many people work out. But now these women, they put on these really little shorts that don't make any sense. These mm-hmm. really tight pants, put the camera right up on them and mm-hmm. do these workouts because that's what's happening now. But mm-hmm. this is a trend. I think people are just lost in adjusting to this new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. Now, um, I definitely agree with you um, because if, even in my uh, era, because I'm actually, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm 39, but in my era, uh, it was more so, uh, dating, uh, you, you, you know, courting, they don't do that anymore into, you know, 2020. Well, you so, know, let me, yeah. I'll tell you if you don't mind. Go ahead. Go. Yeah. I think that like a lot of good men don't like the real good men they're not going to put no time into it because women are becoming like men i'm gonna be honest women are playing games they're cheating men are too still yeah i think the men that's really good mm-hmm. you know women women can handle cheating and stuff better than us and yeah women are stronger than we are i think men our pride gets in the way you cheat on us one time and we got to really take a lot of precaution. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had a bad, I had a bad incident, my first relationship. And ever since then, I'll hang out with the girl. I may take you somewhere semi nice, but I don't want to look like a fool and really court you hard while you're still entertaining other guys. But I think a woman is like, a lot of times the women are being impatient with letting that man open up, mm-hmm. you know, the good man. And I think that he's taking too much time that they just miss each other. Like they miss each other by a little time. Well, you know, you kind of touched on something um, important. You said trust. How mm-hmm. how do how do you how do you think that in your in your opinion, in the male's perspective, how do you trust after a bad relationship? Well, I'll tell you, my first relationship that I thought was real. I was with this girl for over a year and come to find out she was engaged the whole time. That was my first relationship as an adult. And I made sure that I took all the time that I needed. I made sure that I understood. Was there anything that I could have done wrong? And I found out, no, there was nothing I could have done differently. I couldn't have done anything differently. I just had to ask myself all the questions. I needed to make sure that I was really understanding of that and have it all handled emotionally before I move on Mm -hmm. a a lot of people they'll just move on without doing the work (laughs) yeah yeah I think people don't see it as work because it ain't something that you can see Mm -hmm. but until I started feeling normal again back like myself that's I stayed single for like two years after that yeah because it's very hard to um begin to feel normal again um, because yeah, I was with my, my children's dad for our 11, 12 years and yeah, it takes a while to get back to feeling your true self. So I, I totally agree on that. Yeah. What, 
what do you what do you think couples need to do in order to make relationships stronger? I know you spoke on communication, and which I know for me as well, um, in in learning through past relationships and breakups, communication is totally key. And it's exactly what you said, even through those arguments, even through those difficult times, um, it's important to still communicate. So other, yeah. other than other than that what do you think couples need to do in order to make their relationship stronger? I think people realize how easy it is to leave. You know, back in the day, you worked through things because it was embarrassing to, it was embarrassing to know that you're going through a breakup. It was embarrassing to know that you got a divorce. Mm -hmm. But now nothing's, nothing's embarrassing. So Mm -hmm. people be like, oh, you made me mad. I'll just leave. They Mm -hmm. like to threaten. People like to threaten each other. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you made me mad. We're breaking up. You see couples that break up 10 times. Yeah. And I think that, that each time you break up, you knock a little trust down. And eventually, it'll never get, I mean, you know, I think you have to just learn how to. And you have to realize that sometimes your partner is going to say things that, you know, you may not want to hear. It could be to help you out. You have to be understanding that everything ain't going to be perfect. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, you could be like, you know, I used to have a girlfriend that used to, um, she couldn't handle the word no ever. Like Mm -hmm. she would be like, hey, do you want to go see this play tonight? I'd be like, oh, shoot. I was like, I can't go tonight. She'd be like, fine. I hate that I even asked you anyway. Oh, wow. And now we're fighting versus she could have just told me, you know, it hurt my feelings that you can't come. Yeah. And we could have worked that out. But right. Right. But I think a lot of people have mental health issues they don't realize. I think what yeah. happens is mm-hmm. people walking around here with all kinds of depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, trauma that they haven't dealt with and they trying to be in relationships and they take a shit out on you that ain't got nothing to do with you. Yes, correct. Totally past childhood traumas that they didn't, you know, abandonment issues, whether that's coming from a father or a mom or grandmother, whoever that parental figure was for that, uh, for you as a child. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I think um, the key is people ain't getting help mentally. Yeah. 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 The, the, but, and, and, you know, again, I always go back to, especially within the African American community is shied away so much um, therapy um, talking mm-hmm. to someone and I think until that stigma is changed within our community there will always be um, a high rate of toxic relationships um, unless that person decides to work on themselves individually you, you can know? even look at the music today it's all about giving a tough image and mm-hmm. we use the wrong words you get women as and I ain't just coming at women, men do men, but you get women to be like, Oh, he can't handle a strong woman. I'm like, You're I said, Tell me what strong means. Mm-hmm. I don't need no man, I don't need this. And you shut everybody out. I'm like, that's not strong, that's rude. <laughs> like and I was like, we just we use all these different terms to describe the wrong things. Yeah. You know, to make to make excuses because we ain't doing the work. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. That I agree. Now, I know that 
a, a topic that you discussed previously on your podcast was um, love lang- languages. For those mm-hmm. individuals who don't know what love language is, um, the definition behind it, can you first give the definition behind what a love language is, what love languages are? And do you feel that in a relationship, under understanding your partner's love, your love language is important within that relationship? Well, basically just an easy term for love language. What I think about it is that it's what makes you happy. It's something that you need out of your partner to feel loved or to show love. And I think that, you know, you got quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, receiving, sending gifts. And I think it's important. I mean, even one of my girlfriends that I was dating at one time, like we even read the book together, The Secret that talks about that and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember did something about how you get people that you may get one person their love language may be sending or receiving gifts and yours may be quality time so you would see even in these movies where a woman her love language may be quality time so you got her at home waiting on the man all the time he's never around but when he show up he gives her a gift thinking that damn I'm showing her I love her but she'd be like I don't care about this expensive watch I want to watch movies with you right but he gets confused because he's like what the hell he's like I'm buying all these nice things for you and that's still not enough mm-hmm. and it's not her love language and mm-hmm. I think they need to know that so do do um how do you think hey, as a man uh, from coming from a male a man's perspective do you think that while you're dating someone new mm-hmm. if it's okay for you to return to a former lover if it's only just for sex purposes for conversational purposes or do you classify that as also being toxic that's cheating isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it if, if you're dating if is it you know what i mean because you know nowadays nowadays we have different terminology for dating dating can be you could be dating more than one person Unless okay. you agree. So My thing is this. If you don't want it done to you. Now if you a person that will allow that. Yeah. Like if it should be okay for you then cool. However your. Whatever relationship y'all have. Whatever boundaries y'all have. But if you're going to go out and see your ex for things. I should be able to go see mine. And if you don't like it. Then don't do it to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. I agree. I agree. I mean but you know. And in relationships, you know, individuals, you know, you can agree to that in the beginning of a relationship. And I think, you know, and as getting older and maturing in life, you have to learn through those things and go through different things in order to, you know, get better in a relationship. But, you know, sometimes when you have problems within a relationship, that's where cheating does come into play. And that's when you do, you know, maybe seek out. Um, someone to lend a listening ear to or whether that being a man or a woman um, so I think going back to what you said initially communication um, that's the I key I will tell you communication is so powerful yeah and, and but the thing is a lot of people ain't ready to because we're a more sensitive culture than it used to be too you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and I actually 
I knew this because I told one of my coworkers she never wears a ring or nothing, but she dressed up really nice. I just told her as a friend, hey, you look nice today. And she was like, oh my gosh, that means the world to me. And I'm just like, oh, okay, you know? And wow. she was like, well, my husband never tells me that. And she was like, she texted me one day, was like, I feel guilty of how much I like that attention because my husband never gives me attention. And oh in my, my mind, in my mind, I'm like, maybe you should tell him you want more attention. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But people, that pride gets in the way too, so. Yeah, it's true, exactly what you said. Exactly what you said. I, I, I totally agree. So, you know, I know over the, the last um, half hour for our podcast, that's what we've been discussing, you know, the topic of toxic relationships and, you know, some tips and, you know, strategies that individuals can use. And so I hope that information will be useful for them um, in going forward. But before we end this episode of the podcast, I really want to emphasize a lot on your new podcast that you launched and you released. Are you having any upcoming events that are you that um, are any upcoming episodes that you would like to let the audience know about so they can check that out? Not any upcoming episodes right now. Uh, I just did one the other day and. I hope people could go check my podcast out, but I don't have anything planned right now. I'll be working on a new episode coming up here soon this week. And how often do you post your episodes? I try to post at least once a week. Once a week. And you're and can you just kind of like give a little description of exactly generally what you're going to be discussing over the duration of your podcast journey? So when I talk about relationships, when I say millennial relationships unlocked, I'm talking about not just dating, but your relationship with your family, your relationship with friends, your relationship with yourself and dating. Basically, it's just we live in a time full of hate, full of, you know, people, you losing people, you know, we moving away from home and stuff and I think it's good to have healthy relationships and know when to cut them off including friends and family so yeah that's true that's definitely true it's just giving people my my podcast give people skills on how to deal with things because we do live in a mental health like crisis right now (laughs) yeah especially with the grona yeah oh man yeah yeah so definitely agree so for those individuals that are listening to us tonight that want to check you out, can you um, give them your contact information in regards to your social media platforms? Yeah, you can follow me on Millennial Relationships Unlocked Podcast. And if you want to follow my personal, on the side, I'm a personal trainer too, so I help with that. And that's at Cam's World, C-A-M-S-W-0-R-L-D. You said you're a personal trainer. So just touch on on that a little bit for those who would maybe you know be interested in getting a personal trainer that could maybe possibly do Skype because we know you're far away you know (laughs) in Albuquerque so um but you know maybe you could be creative and maybe do Zoom you know you never know um what 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 tomorrow brings so for those who want to know a little bit more about that what's your background in being a personal trainer well, I got my bachelor's degree in health and exercise science, and then I've been certified as a trainer since 2012. But I, even though I got my bachelor's in 2008, I started working corporate healthcare. But 
basically I just do, uh, and I'm a nutrition coach, so I help people with meal plans and I don't have a certain thing. I'm well-rounded if you want to build muscle or if you want to lose weight. I'm pretty good about like all of that, but I keep it low. I don't like a lot of clients because I do have a full-time job and a podcast. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in nutrition, what specifically do you do? Um, just meal planning? Well, basically, like people be like, I want to lose weight, this and that. I've been eating a lot less and all this. But well, basically what I do is I help you calculate how many calories you need, how many calories you need to be eating to lose weight or how many calories you need to be eating to gain weight, what types of foods to gain the right weight. So, oh, OK, well, I may have to check you out because I'm in the process of gaining weight, trying to gain weight. But I want to gain the right weight in the right places because you can gain okay. you can gain weight. But like you said, it's all about where you gain it. And, you know, it's hard to get rid of once you got it. So, (laughs) so Cameron, I want to thank you so much for coming on tonight and being a part of Bombshell 1111 podcast. And um, I know that the information that you shared tonight will be, you know, useful to someone. And, you know, you're coming from three different arenas, um, focusing on relationships and then personal trainer and then also nutrition. So, Hopefully you'll get some traction towards your um, social media platforms. And with that being said, is there anyone that you would like to give a shout out to tonight before we end the podcast? I just want to give a shout out to my podcast coach, Carla Ramirez from the Shit I'm 30 podcast for helping me start my own podcast and being available to me when I need her. So, Hey, Carla, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much again for coming on and tonight. And um, hopefully you'll come back on and be another guest once we start going virtual um, pretty here soon in the summer 2020. Um, And with that being said you guys peace love and light and always remember you are a bomb within your own shell and with that being said you guys good night good night if you enjoyed this podcast please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted rate review and share this podcast with your family and friends Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. Until next time, peace, love, and light.